You're listening to Coding Blocks, Episode 8. Subscribe to us and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And visit us at codingblocks.net where you can find show notes, examples, discussions, and all sorts of other stuff. Send your feedback, questions, and rants to comments at codingblocks.net. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at codingblocks. Oh, and Facebook at facebook.com slash codingblocks. And Google Plus at Google Plus <laughs> slash A13742. Really long string of hex right. in there. And slash plus slash C slash comment. And don't forget about Flickr. Uh, Flickr.com slash photos slash coding blocks. <laughs> yeah, so totally. <laughs> Holla! With that, welcome to Coding Blocks. I'm Hi. Alan Underwood. Hey, I'm Joe Zach. And I'm Michael Outlaw. So if you haven't figured out, th- today's episode is going to be just pretty much a, a fireside chat here of things that we like and need and that's utilize. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. When we get to burn something. <laughs> so so today, we there are conversations that come up all the time. If you're a programmer and you sit around other programmers, there are things that drive you nuts. Like, you know, we all have slight touches of OCD, and if we don't, then we probably shouldn't be programming. Some of us have a little more than others. It's on the record. I only have a touch. Yeah, <laughs> it's only a touch of OCD. He'll be seeing his uh, his uh, specialist or his psychiatrist later. <laughs> um, but uh, gotta watch Wapner. <laughs> so we really want to just talk about the kind of things that come up in in our daily, you know, use of of peripherals and and things that you are constantly around when you're programming. Or or as I like to put it, things I like. Things he likes. So my the big thing and what brought this up is I just went on a quest for a new keyboard for work. And it's because my old Adesso decided it was going to start flaking out and just doing weird stuff, basically locking up my computer at various times. It a dido. <laughs> it did a dido. And it, it was really frustrating because I personally am a huge fan of ergonomic keyboards. They, I love them. And my Adesso had the trackpad built into it, so I never had to take my That's hands. Nice. Oh, dude, never had to take oh, my hands no, off the keyboard. I hated that keyboard. No, uh, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. It was, it was horrible. No, like, but but this is why it was so great. Not it only had this itty bitty little trackpad that was like for like a midget, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. I'm very precise. <laughs> this like thing. you got like. Two 24-inch monitors to scroll across. But, dude, you could move your finger across that little two-inch oh. space and go all the way across all your monitors no if you way, want. It was dude. fantastic. I, I mean, use shortcuts anyway. It wasn't even this, like a MacBook Pro has a larger trackpad than this all thing. Right, but, but so check it out. So here's the beauty, right? Like you had your you had your hands laying on this keyboard at the perfect <laughs> angle, right? Like perfect. And you didn't never have to take your hands off the keyboard. You just move your finger over and you can just be moving around like the screen. I offended some people. <laughs> So that's nice. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of mechanical keyboards, but uh, there aren't a whole lot of those that are ergo. But there is one that I forget the name of right now. The Adesso? The Adesso. The Adesso Kinesis. Oh, no, okay. not Ade- I'm sorry, not Adesso. Not the, the, uh, the, the Kinesis Freestyle is what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, which is a $300, gargant- $300 gargantuan keyboard. But, but okay, so so ergonomic keyboards are, are fine and well and do, and I know that there's a lot of people that don't like them. You're a big fan of them, obviously, and I know, yeah, they're all ergonomically correct, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I, I, I tend to not like the ergonomic keyboards because I like the lowest common denominator, 
and like more often than not, you're going to be given a flat keyboard. That's right. right. Like, you, like 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 laptops. Look at the, the three of us right now. The laptops that are in front of us right now. We all have flat keyboards that came on that. You, you take what you're given all the time, though. Well, no, but it's, it's <laughs> my point is is that I might as well get used to like what's there because that's going to be more often than not what I'm going to be using, rather than some the, something that's shaped like a spaceship. That now, I, hold on, like, hold on. I, I disagree. How long do you sit at your computer at work programming on your computer? Well, all day. But, right. So, so we're but, talking eight to nine to ten hours a day, correct? But then, you know, when you go from one computer to the next computer, you want you you might as well get used to it's already there. I disagree. Whatever you are working keyboard. on, whatever you are working on. Let's I'm say, not saying that my wrists are healthy for right. it. Let's mm-hmm. take the eighty twenty rule. Eighty percent of the time, you're going to be at your desk working on whether you're at home or whether you're at work. You're going to be working on something. Now, when you take your laptop and you go sit in a chair somewhere, fine, I get that. You can deal with that. But what I'm saying is the comfort. Let's take your same thing. So we'll we'll go back to this in a minute. But your big thing is chairs. Like you have a uh, Mac yeah, we'll, Daddy chair. We'll, we'll come back to no, the but chairs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you going to get used to that one when, you know, most of the time you're not going to be sitting in that chair? <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. But, but no. So, okay. So speaking of keyboards, right? Uh, I too recently went because my favorite was a simple plain Logitech. I don't even remember. It was like a K520 or something like that. But it was simple. It was flat and I liked it. Uh, it had a really nice feel to it. And, and more importantly to me was that the keys were laid out well the, the, the function keys, the number keys, the controls, the, the alts. Yeah, all that, all that was just laid out like it's supposed to be. Um, so that I'm a big fan of that key keyboard, but then I had to replace it. And, uh, what I replaced it with at work was, uh, another Logitech, the Logitech wave, which isn't quite your typical split design, split keyboard design ergonomic, but it's somewhere between that, uh, split keyboard ergonomic design and across between that and like the kinesis where, you know, there's this multi-dimensional level of keys right it, it's somewhere between that so i thought that was a nice uh it's it's a good looking keyboard compromise it, one of the frustrating things about it though and the reason i ultimately did not buy this keyboard was when i looked at it most of the keys are good it's not curved enough for me for the uh for the uh um ergonomic feel but what what did it in for me it just absolutely killed it was this layout of the home, the delete, the page up, page down? Oh, uh, no, I will admit, I, I do hate that. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I look at I that. I can't tell you how many times I have, I have gone looking, to, thinking I'm hitting the end key, only to find out I'm hitting, like, I don't even remember what it was, like the insert <laughs> key or something like that. Like, the, like those, those keys are wrong, and they did it wrong. There's another problem with that one, though, too, is that the, um, that I don't like, and I didn't notice this before I bought it, but uh, the caps lock. There, there's no indicator on the keyboard itself that you have enabled caps lock. Well, if I'm dropping some money on a keyboard, I better be able to reassign that caps lock because I never use that button and it's in like prime time location. But, but <laughs> dropping some money on a keyboard, like how much are we talking? Like, you know, I mean, keyboards literally range from $10 to $15 to, to, to 
Yeah, to a thousand, right? Not, not my keyboards. Uh, no, they come with the computer. I don't know what you guys about. <laughs> is your caps lock reassignable? <laughs> <laughs> when I reformat to Linux again, uh, we'll see, uh, I'm sure. So, I, w- I will say, though, that, that another keyboard that I'm a big fan of, and I, I don't know if Logitech still makes this anymore, but um, the I think it was called the, the Logitech Ditech. Um, I, I have that keyboard for uh, for home. And it is it is awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, not Ditech, uh, Dynovo. I guess is how you would pronounce it. They had a Mac version and a Windows specific version, and it was really nice. Um, again, if you're into a very flat keyboard, yeah, non ergo. It's very non ergo. Yeah. So it, here's so here's what I ended up going with, and so looking at his his wave real quick, it actually has a neat little uh, feel. Like he said, the the keys kind of curve in on it. And it was one of the contenders for me. But what what did it for me was that little cluster of the home and all that. The function keys are not exactly in the right place, which I think Michael actually brought up to me oh, at one yeah. point. Usually they're in groups of four, and these are all in groups of three, which isn't terrible. I mean, it, it could be dealt with. Yeah, it's got its pros, pluses and pros, you know, or pluses and pros. It's pros and cons. Um, yeah, I, it, I've had the keyboard now for probably three months now and i still find it a little odd getting used to some some of those keys yeah so i I mean i literally i don't know what it is it's my little bit ocd but when i went searching like i literally spent days googling i was on amazon i was on every site on the internet looking for keyboards and it really boiled down to just a handful for me the wave was one it was a contender but it ended up losing out the Microsoft Comfort 5000 is actually what I ended up going with, and I'll get to the pros and cons on that in a second. I was looking at the Kinesis Freestyle, which is 300 bucks, and here's the thing. If you're a programmer and you do this stuff all day, every day, and it, you know it's what you make money with, it's, it's your tool, right? It's a tool for your job. You spend money on components for your computer, so a keyboard is not something you replace all that often, right? I mean... Generally speaking, if you have a computer sitting there and that keyboard's working, you're not replacing it. So at $300, it is expensive, but I considered it. My only problem was I read a lot of reviews for programmers, and some of the keys, like your bracket keys, are in odd locations, and so it takes a lot of getting used to. Now, what is cool about it, though, is because of its curved design, it forces you to sit in a proper way, and there's a lot of keys right there at your thumbs. So... It gives you the option to use your thumbs for something that you typically, your thumbs just dead weight there waiting for the space bar. So it was kind of cool. Um, and then I was also looking at the truly ergonomic keyboard, which honestly, if that one wasn't so mind-boggling frustrating with some of the placement of the keys, that would have been the one I got because it makes a lot of sense. But the keys on that keyboard... Um, ergonomic keyboard i gotta i gotta pull this up and look at it because i've got to explain the frustration with this thing um if i remember right like the shift key was moved up and, and the control key was in the wrong place like every every function key that you use as a programmer that you've been using for the past however many years were all moved and you couldn't do anything about it you couldn't swap them around but the layout of the keyboard's beautiful like everything's in a in an angled uh pattern and everything's right there at your fingertips. Like, you literally don't have to stretch your fingers to get to anything, but it ultimately it just lost for its sheer maddening 
uh, relocation of keys. So I ended up getting the 5,000. Long story short, the keyboard feels good. It has a nice curve to it. It's not like a true split ergonomic. Um, I'm a little bit frustrated with it because the function keys are tiny. They're like right in between the number keys and up at the top a bunch of application keys, which I'll probably never use. So, um, you know, my thing is, why not make, give me the full-size function keys? Because we hit F5 a lot. We hit all yeah. these things for building and stepping through applications, and uh, well, it's frustrating. So, so Joe mentioned the uh, the mechanicals. Like You like the mechanicals. Yep. But see, I'm the exact opposite. That was another reason why I liked that uh, K520, because it was a quiet keyboard. Yeah. And the Wave that i have now the logitech wave it's not as quiet as the k520 was not loud though but it's not got the clicks it's not got the mechanical click to not it. mechanical clicks but yeah. it is it is i i don't like a loud keyboard and to me like mechanicals are just loud unnecessarily i like to feel like i'm attacking something when i'm coding <laughs> oh, i want it to to hurt you know <laughs> And uh, one, one keyboard. You wanted to feel like it's the 1920s, and you're on like you know a room full of you know secretaries writing out uh, letters to somebody. That's, that's right. See? That's random. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> there's a, a the code keyboard. Um, this is kind of designed in part by uh, Jeff Atwood, and I'm a you know a, uh, a crazy fanboy of his. Um, but uh, it's actually really nice. It's a mechanical key- keyboard, but it's also got some kind of modern niceties, um, like backlighting, and it's got uh, like a really well thought out design and some cool switches for doing stuff like, uh, you know, changing that stupid caps lock button. Wait, I'm trying to pull this thing up. I'm interested, dude. I don't think I came across this when I was scouring the. Yes, I did, because I had the switches. But it's flat. Yeah, it is flat. God, because w- like like a good keyboard should be. But look, there's a graph here of the tactile bump and the operating point and the reset point. Yeah, I mean that's cool. There's actually uh, another site that I hit that I may actually um, I might go crazy on and eventually do this. It's called geekhack.org. And these are people that custom make their own boards. Um, you can relocate keys, and it's driven by open source software so that you can reassign keys. So you can basically buy the switches that you want. If you want that cherry switch mechanical type thing, you can buy it. If you want backlit keys, you can buy them. You can, you can literally redo the entire keyboard and put the stuff wherever you want. Yeah, but this code keyboard, I can choose to buy one with O-rings or without O-rings. I mean, this is a machine. <laughs> Does it have gaskets too? Cool. <laughs> I wish, man. If this thing ran on diesel, I would be so happy. <laughs> yeah, it, dude, the flat kills me. I, I need an ergonomic, and you know. But <clears throat> so this this kind of like goes down a little path. Okay, so uh, the chiclet style keyboards. Yeah. Right. Like this is definitely not that. That this code keyboard that you're. What do you mean about. by chiclet? Well, like, like on the, Mac, MacBook the MacBook Pro. Pros, right? Oh, those little baby keys, those little tiny things yeah, that you don't even know when it's down so or not. Awesome. They're, I, I love them. Yeah, my, my meaty man hands can't tell when the button's down. <laughs> but, but you can because you'll see a bunch of Zs go across the screen. We, we apparently have little girly hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, I don't know. I actually like the chiclet style. I tried to... Uh, nobody... Nobody had the Microsoft Sculpt ergonomic on display anywhere that I could touch. I really wanted to try that keyboard out, the one that looks like a big manta ray sitting on your desk. 
I would have done that. It had the chiclet style keys on it, but um, I couldn't. I couldn't ever put my hands on it. I couldn't pay seventy dollars for it when I couldn't even touch it. So, you know, I, and I like. Um, I'm a big fan of the Microsoft Surfaces, but the keyboard that kind of the um, they advertise with the one uh, like that is one that really drives me crazy. And I'm glad that it's there. I get that it's a tablet, but man, I cannot tell when those keys are down or not. I I just don't get that tactile sense. I feel like I get more tactile response. And I do get more tactile response from you know my my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this, uh, you. Know. Well, he's talking about the touch, the touch uh, type uh, surface uh, keyboard, not the not the not the full cover. keyboard one, yeah, <clears throat> right. Because Microsoft has also released another version of that type cover, which is backlit, and then Ooh, nice. there's another version of that coming out. I don't think it's out yet of the of the surface uh, type cover. That's going to be also an, an additional battery pack. Oh, nice. As well. So it'll charge it. Yeah, but but I will say this. Being an owner of, of a Surface Pro with a with a type cover uh, keyboard, like, I love that thing. It, it is by far one of the, the most used devices I have, but that keyboard can get frustrating to type on a lot on. Oh, it's small. Yeah, because it, cause it is cramped. But, I mean, that's that's the nature of the beast, though, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, a tablet. Tablet, but... Well, but is it? Because it really crosses that line so it well. Does, it does cross the line. Yeah, you run Visual Studio on it, so yeah, yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's it's awesome. But so, but, but getting back to it, the only reason we didn't want to talk about tablets specifically, but uh, yeah, I gotta yeah. say, like in the in the things I like category, the Surface Pro is definitely on there. Yeah. And I, I want to get a Surface Pro too, but I just can't talk myself into it because I already have the Pro. Yeah, so we would like to hear what you guys are using. I mean, heck, it might lead us into. Uh, you know, finding another another keyboard, another device that, that you know maybe we overlooked. So, so let's talk about mice. Oh man, there's a mouse that I want. Um, I, I'm not sure which version. So with keyboards, I kind of feel like I can buy one online because I'm going to adapt to it. But a mouse is typically something that I I, I want to go touch and feel. And I want to make sure it's big enough. It's not too big. It feels good. But there is one mouse in particular that uh, I think I would be okay with buying online if I could uh, bear it apart with the bones. And that is the Mad Cat's Rat. So this yes. thing is crazy if you've ever seen it. It looks like a transformer. And it's actually got all these little screws and dials and weights that you can add. And you can fully adjust all the little pieces of this thing. And it's it's a monster. And it looks radical. Yeah, it's just I've wanted it I, I for a while now. I've, I have tried to talk myself into buying it because it is fully customizable. You can you can alter everything about it so that it fits the shape of your hand the exact way that you want it but they're wired because it's yeah. for game it's really yeah. for gaming and i really prefer a wireless mouse and they do make one if i recall wireless you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think that like up the price even more yeah this thing already cost the uh, three raspberry pies so you know this is like a hundred dollar uh mouse I'd never even seen this thing until you guys started uh, talking about it. Is it is so fantastic. It looks like a transformer. It's got it's got it's got counterweights in it that you can move to like where you you know to make it more comfortable for you to move it around. Uh, and and depending on how much weight you want, you could add or remove the weights to it. I mean, it's really a well thought out design so that in terms of uh, allowing you the ultimate flexibility to to make it conform to your hand uh, you know but it's a uh, it, it, it's not a cheap one so yeah, the uh, cool. the wireless version is the rat nine and yeah. it is 160 dollars 
Yeah, that's pricey. But you know, when it comes to mice, you know, I like going how with he the, just moves on. That's <laughs> pricey, but yeah, I mean, there's a reason. So here's the deal, right? Going with the, the tool analogy, mouse, you know, for the most parts, are they're kind of like laser pointers. Well, this thing is a freaking chainsaw, <laughs> right? If your mouse is a laser pointer, this is like a sniper rifle. <laughs> Just look at it. We'll have we'll have link in the show notes. Just go look at this thing. Set it as your wallpaper for you know a couple months. I I mean, it is absolutely fascinating. It's cool. You do kind of like. There's a part of you that when you do look at you, you do kind of get a little bit afraid that it might you know come out and attack you. Like you're expecting like little red beady eyes to come out of somewhere, you know, and say, "I'll be back." Yeah, it's funny because I am so anti mouse. As I mentioned, I had an Odesso keyboard with a built in mouse pad or trackpad. Like, I actually went and spent money for the Apple Magic trackpad. I love trackpads. Like, I prefer not to use mice. I think it's a waste of movement of my arm. I should be able to move my fingers and do whatever I need to do as a So you're a fan of the trackpad? I love the The trackpad. The Magic trackpad? I love it. You? Uh, I love it. I do love it. But I also play video games. And actually, if you guys hit me up on Coding Blocks, I will add you to my Steam friends list, and I will blow your face off and load out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this thing. This thing has, it looks like a cloth cable. I mean, this is just a beautiful mouse. I don't, you know, See, I haven't even looked at any other mice. I don't even know what's out there. This is, this is it. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not a fan of trackpads, um, but I do have the, the Magic trackpad, but I prefer the... Uh, magic mouse over the magic trackpad like like hands down without even question about it but there are a lot of crazy gestures that apple supports on it the 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 four finger pinch the swipes yeah and 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 not all of those gestures are available on the magic mouse but the magic mouse just feels so much better to me um it it's it's a weird thing because I, i like it because there's less to go wrong with it, right? I mean, it's basically just one big click, you know, button on it. I would agree with that. And and nothing to touch on it. Unlike the the rat where, you know, you could use, lose an infinite number of screws on that thing. Um, you but, fix it yourself with duct tape. Yeah. Okay, so it's sponsored by NASCAR. <laughs> um, but the, uh, you know, I, I do really like an ergonomic mouse, though, too. So it's kind of like that the Magic Mouse is... Uh, it gains on one side by having less moving parts, but then loses on the other side because I'm pretty sure that's not an ergonomic mouse. No, not even close. I will say ergonomic mice are okay. I still don't like using them, but I like the feel of them. Like I, I yeah, guess because you like to use a little bitty two inch touchscreen to go zooming across multiple mm, monitors. It's fantastic, man. Um, so yeah, I, those those are some of the things that, that I mean we use all the time so it's important and i'm just curious what other people have found works for them because i mean i i i moaned about this thing for days when i was looking for the keyboard and then i ended up getting the mouse and all that kind of stuff and i'm somewhat happy with it but not fully so i I gotta imagine for that uh for your when you had your odessa you must have had your mouse sensitivity just like oh it was the the highest setting it would go like literally i could go across two screens with one swipe because i had acceleration turned on and everything it was beautiful I miss it. I, I do. I miss bump it. the acceleration up, but I don't go crazy with it. Yeah, I mean, but you don't. You didn't have a two-inch like, touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, one of the other things that comes up for us a lot are chairs, and uh, me and Joe hate ourselves because we sit in these flat, plasticky, <laughs> hurting. You destroy your back and everything throughout the day, and and outlaws over there on vacation chilling in his in his mesh back air on. So. 
Yeah, it, if you're not in a in the Herman Miller uh, era, then then you just hate yourself. If you spend as much time in a seat as uh, we do, as developers, then I, I can't imagine any other chair. Yeah, it's beautiful, it's, uh, but the pricey. So you know, my, I don't know what it is about me, but I can't spend that much on a chair. But I will totally buy a new video card every six months. That's totally <laughs> fine. Well, I think another thing that makes it confusing though too is they sell that chair. It, I mean. <clears throat> This this would be like the Mad Cat's Rat version of chairs, right? I because see that. it is so configurable, right? Yeah. And and there's so many different configurations of it and like he, there's places they'll sell pre you know versions that they've already configured that they'll sell and you'll look at it and say like, "Oh, that's an awesome price. I have never seen it that pr- that low." And it's because there's a lot of the features that you're giving up for it. So the the, the Herman Miller uh Arion chair is um is the most ergonomic chair, or w- at least one of the most ergonomic chairs that you can get out there, but if you get all the configurations on it. so And be prepared to spend. I mean, yeah, the, the HDTV you're looking at, you might as well just back burner that thing. Yeah, I, I dropped the money on, on a few of these because, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I, worth I think it. I just threw up in my mouth a little. Well, if you think about it like this, like, you probably spend, you know, some, some good amount of money on your bed, right? And you're spending as much time probably in your computer chair as you are in, in that bed. So maybe a lot more. No, definitely. Well, okay. So, so sadly, I spend more time in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it is one of those things. I mean, it, again, when it comes down to cost and all these things, we're all cheap, right? Like, yeah. it, it, well, kind of. Apparently it depends not on, me. Yeah, apparently not Mike. But no, depends he is what. though. No, it depends on everything else. Like like his chair, he'll he'll ball on. But the rest of the stuff, like he's <laughs> nah, keyboard, I can't, I can't do that. No, nah, it's more than ten dollars. I can't do that. So I mean, we all have our things, and really, we probably should be more concerned about our chairs, chair and monitor. Yeah. Oh, and the monitor. Oh my God. Uh, so so we're going there. If you if you're a programmer, so hey, so this is where my cheapness comes in because <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Yeah. What? There's the monitor that I want, and then there's the monitor that I have. Well, hold on though, but you got a 1080p monitor, so yeah, I I think 1080p is horrible. It's it's okay. That's like the minimum resolution that you should have. But, My Surface has 1080p. But, but hold up, hold up. Well, you can't read anything on your Surface at 1080p. Oh, come on now. Whatever. I read so, just fine on that thing. <laughs> but no, no. Hold on, hold on. So so follow me here. For a hundred and what twenty bucks nowadays, you can get an LED edge lit. 1080p monitor, right? Two of those babies, and you're rocking. You can, see, you, I don't see that you're rocking. Oh. I say that you're you're getting by, like that. that no, that's, you're not. You're not. Eating that's by. minimum. If you are a programmer now and you're not using two monitors, whether it be your laptop plus a monitor or just two monitors sitting next to each other, you have no idea what you're missing. I will say, I will say, the only advantage to having the 1080p monitors is that pretty much. Anything you throw at it can drive multiples of them. Yes. That's the only advantage to the 1080p monitors. Because if I had my way about Price. it, it would be like mm. six 30-inch monitors going just wild. That that Don't get me wrong. That would be awesome. I want – there's people – some people are audiophiles and they want surround sound. I want surround vision. I want to <laughs> monitor all around me. Just 360 degrees. Any way I look, I'm going to see like, oh, that's the code. You know, Oculus Rift. Yeah, that, we're walking through the solution. That'd be fantastic, <laughs> and maybe that's going to be my solution. Is that I'll just. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. If 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 I if I could talk myself into it, I'd have dual twenty five 
or yeah, twenty five sixty by sixteen hundred monitors sitting around. Although we're stepping into four K territory nowadays. Well, yeah. so I was about to say, like, I think I need a new Mac Pro just to drive the monitors that I want. <laughs> Because that thing can drive like what was it four or six no, 4K monitors? I think it was two 4Ks plus an additional others. Was it more? No, it's more than two 4Ks. It's at least four, if not six, if I remember right. But That's I'm pretty sure it's four 4K ridiculous. monitors that it can drive. Well, see, I'd love to have that many monitors, but I don't really have the desk for it, and they really do take up a lot of room uh, on the actual desk space. Yeah, so there's some there's some really cool mounts out there that you can get to uh, to mount those. Um, Shoot, I've I seen some remember. beautiful ones. Uh, unfortunately, I'm renting now, so I've been a little uh, reticent to to hole up the wall. But man, I, I've seen some ones. Uh, I, you know, I don't even know what they are, but it's like you can kind of swing them around. They slide back and forth. Oh, it's three 4K the, monitors. The, that it the Mac Pro can do three 4K displays. Huh. Okay, pansy stuff. Um, I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with, <laughs> I'm with Joe. Like, I mean, you got to have the space and all that stuff, I, dude. I would. I would kill to have a couple of uh, some high, high definition, whether it be 4K or the uh, W, what, XQGA, whatever it is. Um, would you really want 230s, though? Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? I guess if they're far enough away, then it's all right. Oh, no. I, I want them right up in my eyeballs. I just think, like, when I, you know, when I moved out went to college, like, my TV was smaller than, you know, 30 inches by far. And I lived with that thing for a long time. But now. Maybe I'm getting older. But yeah. Now, and I got more money. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like, <laughs> you know, who was it? Uh, Biggie, this, this said it right, like, mo money, mo problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Notorious B.I.G. Notorious. Biggie. Yeah. So, uh, Biggie not Smalls. all problems are created equal, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I, I Monitors are one of those things, like, yeah, God, once you have it, it's hard to get away from it. Yeah, but there's this one company, though, that I found uh, called Ergotron, and they make some just fantastic mounts for uh, for if you're going to have multiple monitors and you want to mount them. They're like really – like these these are mounts that you, you don't mind – you want to put them somewhere. You don't put baby in the corner, okay? <laughs> so these are ones that you're going to like let people see because they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not that they're expensive, nice right? Shiny. Oh God, no! They're expensive. Oh, are they? oh for man. for for a mount, they're like a couple hundred dollars. Oh, come for on, one that does too. But uh, but they're they're among the better looking ones. But yeah, they they you know that's why I said Ooh. you don't. That's why I said you don't put baby in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Now this is for a spaceship. Now <laughs> I can yeah. get behind this. <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny because we were talking about all this stuff, and Joe he was like, "Meh," on the keyboards. But they but, ha- they have different ones. Some of them were like, if you're going to stack your monitors one on top of the other, or if you're going to say put them out side by side. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, whatever. I buy I'll buy a regular one for fifty bucks. But but what what well, what struck me as funny though is we we're talking about all the stuff, and, and Joe who who was a gamer. You'd think he'd care about the keyboards. Not so much. A little bit. The mice he was big on. The monitors, eh. But the desk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how, that was that is your castle. The chair, you don't even see your chair, right? You are <laughs> sitting on but it. But the chair is your throne. I can't even see that throne. <laughs> uh, the, the desk is my domain. I am the ruler there. This is my land. Uh, bring it uh, home, Seinfeld. Bring I, it. I, I do like a desk, and I, I'm okay with little holes for the cables, 
but for the most part, I want it to be flat surface, nothing on it. Oh, I agree. Now, this never happens, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I end up with all sorts of crap. And and one thing we've been talking about lately is um to drawer or not to drawer because it's nice to have the leg room. You know, you're gonna squirm around, especially if you're in a chair for drawer. a long time. But you gotta yeah, have a drawer. I get that crap off the desk. Yes, yes, I agree. I made that mistake with my current desk because it doesn't have drawers, and let me tell you, I regret it. And this is one of those things you don't get one of those every year. Oh no, you hang on to those for a decade, right? <sighs> it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and come on, let's be real. Most of us have desks that we bought from Office Depot that was a uh, solder or whatever, and the freaking top scratched off of it. You so, know, it's down through that. So I will say, like, there's one that I have not been able to talk myself into because it's one of those situations where they don't tell you the price, and I always. <laughs> Was raised to believe that well, if they don't say the price, then you and you got to ask, then it's probably too much. Yeah, it probably is. But yeah. uh, it, it's a company called uh, TBC Consoles, and for anyone who's ever worked in any kind of broadcasting environment, you uh-huh. already know the type of desk that I'm talking about. They are made to order, and uh, you can specify how big a desk you want it. You can specify if you want um, the desk has the ability to have some small lightweight rack storage in it. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you can have those rack bays in groups of one, two or three pods, depending on how much you want. Now say lightweight, because you wouldn't want to put like a a rack of storage in these, because these are being hung at a, um, only from the front, only from the front of the, of the device. And um, they're being hung at an angle. So this would be great for like lightweight equipment like broadcast if you're going to have broadcast monitors or uh, breakout panels to um, plug in uh, external uh, audio sources or um, you know, ins and outs for. Um, and you can also specify that you want uh, external satellite stands for speakers to sit on you can specify how many monitors you want to hang on this thing and it'll include the racks built into it It comes with the secretary it'll include uh you can specify that you want the uh to, to have a tower computer uh mount for it and then the you can get it so that the uh desk is uh mechanically uh, you can mechanically raise and lower it for all you guys, and it'll raise everything with it. He has a tear running down his cheek right yeah. now. Oh actually. my god, it's so <laughs> awesome! Yeah, if they don't deliver this thing in a limo, I'm going to be disappointed. It is, it is fantastic, and, and I've, I've used them. I've used them many, 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 many times, and they are so fantastic. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to have to take out a second mortgage on your house just to, to have get one. It. To have Jeez. one for home use is not really their market. And so, uh, no, think Fox, CNN. Yeah, you, you definitely <laughs> like talking about your broadcasters, and it, like these are the type of things that you would see in the edit bays, but they are fantastic. Yeah, they're beautiful. I mean, I'm actually thinking about building my own desk because all the shortcomings that, that we've talked about before, like, you know, not having the drawer or not having enough desk space or just, or having a cheap desktop, which is annoying. Like, I, I, I'm thinking about, you know, buying some, some uh, hardwood plywood and doing my own thing. You know, create the little rack mounts on the top for it. You, you know, you get, don't want to get a solid door? No, nah, I don't want to do desk. Nah, don't. No, no, no door desk? They're, they're, they're not wide enough. Like, I'm actually, so the standard depth of a desk is about 30 inches, which, by the way, you don't realize how useful that is until you start piling your laptop up there and then you have all this other crap. And, and because I do video stuff also, 
I have so much garbage sitting up there that I need to plug in, and I never have enough room. I just and basically if you had have a TVC console, Smart Track. <laughs> you could just plug it all in, and right there in front of you. Yeah, not happening. Uh, um, yeah, that's. But we're talking thousands, right? Like uh, no, no, probably Smart Track hands of the thousands. TVC for the, console, Smart Track, the Dream Desk setup. For for the one that I was talking about, um, no, you, you're talking. That's probably somewhere five ish. Yeah, it's not. I, I and I'm you know that's a pretty strong guess, but uh, yeah, it's not a cheap. It's not a cheap one. But but if I do one myself, now granted, it's going to take me a couple weekends to put together, but I'll be able to get most of what I want, and you know probably have I don't know five or six hundred bucks in the thing, and it'll be custom. I'll have my drawers. I'll have a nice finish on it. I'll have my speaker stands. I'll have my monitor. Uh, you know, places where those things hook up through the mounts and all that. And it's going to be perfect. Well, you know, I'm adding this stuff up here. I'm looking at everything we've kind of talked about, like the dream equipment. So next time someone asks me what it takes to be a programmer, I'm going to tell them, you know, you want to be the best program ever? <laughs> it's about 7500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not too bad. Oh, I just, That's like, without the computer, right? Best program in the world. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't. I don't. I think that number might be a little bit low because if we talk about if we start talking about having multiple 4K monitors, oh yeah, I mean that okay. right there is seventy five hundred dollars, and then you got to have the computer to push that. Yeah, that's true. That's and the true. Mac Pro is three grand, and base. those are constrained right now. Oh, and the headphones. Well, the headphones oh, are a must. You got to have headphones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're all we've all been there. You sitting in a, you're sitting in an office environment, and there's somebody that you just kind of want to drown out. So you put on some headphones. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your cans of choice? Oh, ooh. they gotta have either wireless or modular cables because I'm done ruining headphones by you know wheeling back. See, I would love to be there with you on the wireless, but I haven't found a set that just work as well. Like, I, I don't want two double A's sitting up in my eardrums, you know. No, I got to say, like, I have a decent set of wireless, and I wear them more for convenience than anything else. Like, they're they're pretty comfortable. Um, That's the weird one. Uh, the Voxwas. Yeah. The Voxwa HD wireless. That's actually a good set of headphones. Um, They're comfortable, but they don't grip on your head they very well. They just feel like they're going to fall off. They, they, they do. They like, they slide. Feel, they don't, like, the whole time you feel like. You, you can't move your head fast. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you're kind of aware of it the whole time. Yeah, they they don't have a ton of grip. Um, they look nice. Yeah, it, I mean, Joe's got a fairly inexpensive set of headphones that do a pretty good job, and they are modular. Yeah, they're like 17 bucks, right? Yeah, so, I mean, those are the Monoprice 8323s. Um, I, God, I, I wear so many different sets of headphones. I'd probably say my, my preferred choice... Uh, I I don't even know, man. Well, I, for leaving at work or for bringing home and taking home in the suitcase, <laughs> there's different levels of headphones. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't know. What you're <laughs> I definitely have a few that I that I try out. I mean, I mean, headphones get so, up to thousands of dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can oh, spend. God. You can. Crazy. There's actually some out there for five, six thousand dollars. But no, I mean, for the most part, at work, I'm typically wearing something that's around the ear that blocks out enough noise i usually don't go for the noise canceling myself um but i do because sometimes i just don't want to listen to you guys Mm -hmm. yeah fair enough i get it (laughs) i totally get it as we're over there moaning about our keyboards breathing (sighs) yeah um but i like around the ear (laughs) drinky drinky (laughs) definitely agree on the uh the cups 
Have you guys seen those um, with the Sony Walkman headphones that they actually sell in bottles of water and vending machines at the gym? Oh, no. Oh, these are the craziest things. I guess the, the idea is that they're waterproof and you can go swimming with them and they're marketing to swimmers. So they set up these vending machines where you go and put you know probably 40 bucks in the vending machine and <laughs> so that's you get a bottle of water with headphones. I know. can go swimming with my headphones, but as soon as I go in with my iPhone, it's dead. <laughs> it's like the Cracker Jacks toy, except you know it's kind of expensive headphones. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know yeah. that I'm into that. Like the I, in-ear headphones. I love those, but they are really a pain at work because every time you start typing, somebody comes up behind you and taps you on the shoulder and you got to pull them back out. Well, the only thing that's kind of a hassle with that, though, is that with the in-ears, I do prefer the uh, the foam-type yeah. tips on them. Yeah, so, so that, it takes time. Yeah, so so you end up having, like, having to like roll them and squeeze them and everything and then push them into your ear, hold it for a minute while it compresses back out. But those are fantastic for blocking out sound. Oh, so. they're as good as noise canceling. And, and, oh, well, they're, if you travel, if you, if you're a fre- frequent flyer, they're even better than that because, um, I used to travel a lot and I, I used a pair of shirts for that and uh, had a similar tip on there. And the beauty of it was, is that, uh, I wouldn't have any problems with my ears popping, mm. uh, when I would get off the plane. Cause I would, I would, you know, soon before plane ever even closed the door, I already had them in. I was listening to music or whatever, and uh, I just left them in the whole time, and it was fine. Yeah, you know, by the time I got off. But um, I, I am with you though that like for in an office environment, it is easier to have uh, just a normal set of. But I I, I prefer a closed uh, can you know that that sits over. My Around ear, your not ear, on yeah. my ear, but over. Well, my favorite thing about the big cans is that when someone does interrupt you, you get to make a big production of taking those headphones <laughs> off. Like, hold on a minute, let me pause the music, grab the cones, take them off slowly. <laughs> like, what is it? Yeah, the other thing about them that's nice, I don't know if you guys do this, I do sometimes. I just leave them on my head so people will leave me alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I may not even have anything plain, but they're there and they can see them. Well, so the, so the, the set that I, I use a lot is a set of um, Audio-Technica's, uh, where they're the ANC-7Bs, I believe. And they are, uh, a, they are modular, so you can swap out the cables, but they are also noise-canceling. And there is quite often, I won't even have the cable plugged in. But I will have the noise canceling part turned on just because I want to just drown out the other sounds and just focus in on whatever it is that I'm I'm working on at the time. Yeah. I mean, it, headphones really are almost an invaluable tool when you work in an office. I think for a software developer, it's got to be like you got to be able to get into your own head sometimes. Yeah. I, I, had, a, I had a good friend of mine who um, he was mostly deaf. I mean, he, he legally he was, but he did... Uh, you know, he used a hearing aid and, and when he wanted to get serious about something that he was coding, he would just turn that hearing aid off and you know, you, you wouldn't know it. And so you're trying to call his name the whole time, but yeah, he, he would have it off and he was, uh, unaware. Uh, one other thing, what about lighting? Like I, I know where we work, there's yeah, several of us that have unscrewed the light bulbs up above our, our, uh, our desk because the glare off of the monitors would just kill your eyes during the day. And it's not because we want to live in a cave. It's just that when you stare at a monitor all day, that, that glare can really get to you. Yeah, I really like um, lighting behind the monitor. So like above, above my office at home, I've got like a lamp that sits behind the monitor that yep. kind of shines light against the wall. And so it's like a soft, refracted lighting. I have a similar setup both at home and at the office. Yeah, like a little backlight for it. Yeah, a little yeah, mood lighting. It is, it is, although I think technically I don't think it's that great for your eyes, though. 
Yeah, probably um, not. But it feels like I'm in a spaceship, and that's what I'm really going for. <laughs> that with the rat now, so it's over. And, and as someone who has to wear glasses, um, you know, I do, uh, you know, I, at times I'll, I'll get len- the special lenses that have, you know, uh, coatings for it for, um, I don't even remember, like, all the crap that they call it now, but uh, anti-glare coatings and and whatnot, or if you're going to get the uh, anti-fatigue lenses, which is, like, the set that I have now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing what a difference it can make I in your day. I would talk to you guys about glasses, but, you know, since you guys don't have to wear them. Yeah, I got <laughs> Yeah. And we could talk about computers, you know, but that's, like, a whole other episode. Yeah, and, and we all probably have strong opinions on that stuff. Wait, yeah. real quick. I5 or I7 or I3? I don't even know. Uh, this is a commodity, right? Uh, I have yeah. an i7 in this. Yeah, I do them on MacBook. But, oh, oh, there we go. So let's talk about coding real quick on computers, not necessarily the components themselves, but I actually prefer a MacBook Pro for two reasons. One, they are just built so well. Flat and, keyboard. Uh, whatever. And then two, <laughs> no, I'll be hooking up a, I'll be hooking up an ergonomic to that bad boy. But no, and then the second thing is, I can run both Windows and Mac OS X on there, and there's and some, Linux and Linux. I mean, like, yeah, people could argue that you could build a Hackintosh and all that, but you're not guaranteed that it's going to work. And if you are actually using some stuff in OS X, you know, it's it's really well, hard to get around it. So, so I have had a Hackintosh in the past, and uh, it, it was fun. You know, I mean, it, there was the challenge of doing it and everything, but. Um, where where I found that it fell short was it really depended on what you wanted to use it for. Yeah. Um, if you were just using it for simple things, then then the Hackintosh was okay. But uh, and and if everything was going to be third party, it was okay. But if you had to do if you needed anything that was from Apple, no, nah, you probably weren't going to be able to install it. And so that, you know, it started its usefulness for me started to uh, fall short because of that. So your preference is Linux, right? For laptops, yes, but I would say that um, my favorite tablet is a laptop, and my favorite laptop is a desktop. So I definitely am uh, more of a like I want a keyboard, and uh, you know my iPad's fine for going to bed and for you know planes, but I definitely prefer a desktop. So to me, like even you know thinking about like a work machine and a laptop at the same time, it just kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. But I know I'm in the minority there. I actually prefer a laptop as long as it's running. I, I, I'm not a fan well, of tablets or in desktops I'm fine with but I don't like the fact that I can't pick it up and move it where I need to be yeah I, I in my opinion like any kind of developer shop there, well, there you'd have to have some really good reason why you're using desktops because it just laptops makes so much more sense to me it's true you know you don't lose if there's a power outage you don't lose anything because That's you have huge. a UPS built into it yep uh, you know, if you have to go to a meeting, you know, there's so much more productivity reasons that it's like a laptop just makes more sense. But then it's like if you're going to be cross-platform, it's like eh, it kind of makes sense to standardize on the Mac hardware because yeah. you can just run whatever uh, OS you want on it. Yeah. That's true. But I mean, when it comes to desktop, like I can just pop in another hard drive, install another operating system, no big deal. Uh, I love uh, upgrading, you know, the RAM and the. Um, well, that's fine if you're building a gaming rig at home. But I mean, if you're if you're Try, if you're trying to standardize your IT shop, your developers on a platform, you want to you want to have a bunch of desktops to support. That's true. And then have to worry about like if the power goes out, like you just lost a bunch of productivity because 
you know, they all just lost their source code. And it's also a lot uh, easier to get them working from home and uh, all the time. Snowpocalypse. That's right. Snowpocalypse. Nice jam. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a... Uh, that was pretty much what we wanted to do is just share our thoughts on well, some of the things. What about what about we kind of? I mean, he kind of hinted into to tablets, and we kind of uh, yeah. He wants to talk about tablets. I hate tablets. <laughs> yeah, hate them. I That's love a, reading comic books on tablets. The X Comics or um, uh, Comicsology app is fantastic. It is pretty on it. I will give you that. I don't even know what I like to do on a tablet. Maybe maybe browse the internet a little bit. If I don't have to type anything, I'm good with a tablet. Now, there are a bunch of really good board games on iPad, and it's to some lesser extent uh, Android as well. But, man, if you're a board game geek, uh, stuff like Small World, Settlers of Catan, all that stuff, fantastic for airplanes. Hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah. I will say that if um, my my iPad Mini is my favorite Kindle, uh, but I do, I'm a big fan of my Surface Pro, which, like we've already said, really uh muddies the water of you know pc versus tablet yeah if i if i were going to go that route the only one that would truly make me happy and probably just get me to jump on board would be the lenovo yoga 2 that's because because when i want it to be a tablet it could be right i can just flip it around flat and i could lay in bed with that thing it's gonna be a little bit heavy but fine whatever but when i want to type I have a real keyboard, a real full-size keyboard on that thing that I can use. And that thing, that thing is attractive. Oh, it's I mean, beautiful. It is so lightweight and small. It's beautiful. That that is a that is a device done right. But but generally speaking like tablets, I find so many times that I like to check my email on them. I like to maybe browse the internet and maybe play a few games. But like typically I want a keyboard. I want to be able to type and and I hate tablet keyboards. I hate phone keyboards. I want something I can click on with my fingers. So, I, I, I don't know. That it, it's not that there's anything wrong with tablets. Obviously, there's lots of people who like them. But they're usually consumers of things. They're not creating things. So, from a programmer's perspective, I find them almost useless. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said. I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't written any code on my iPad. Yeah. And I haven't made any. Uh, <laughs> I haven't tried to administer any uh, remote service on my iPad. Although I know that there's apps out there to do yeah. crazy stuff like that. Yeah, it's just it's not convenient. It's not the way it's supposed to be done, right? You use your you use your iPad and your Android devices to consume content. I will say there's one thing that I love it for, and that's battery life. If I want to stream yes. from my sling box and I want to watch TV anywhere in my house without having a TV set up. Well, I can plop that baby right there and watch it anywhere in my house. Okay, so so this kind of this kind of takes us into a tangent on this same subject, though. But um, so at my at home, for my my desktop and set up at home, though, I'll have uh, you know I, I do have multiple monitors uh, hanging from from the back of the desk, but um, <laughs> there are, there are plenty of times where I, I might have like one of the tablets uh, playing like the the local news or whatnot, right. you know, and uh, you know. Just so that it's not taking up one of the main screens, and I can move things around, and uh, but I can still see like what's going on. So yeah, no, I mean they're they're fantastic. It for is a media great little second screen. Yeah, media consumption is killer. But other than that, like for anything creative whatsoever, hey, well, there's two other places. So there's airplanes, right? Yeah. But also, um, the, the places where my uh, iPad really shines is uh, the kitchen. You know, recipes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bathroom.
Yeah, well, it's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, now it got weird. <laughs> although, although I will say, they are getting better at creating applications that makes your your tablet more of a surface control for other things. So, like, I don't know if you guys have messed with any of like the, uh, and this is more for fun, but like the uh, uh, not MIDI. But like uh, synthesizer programs, you can literally use it as like a, a control surface for for doing music, and you know, and that's really cool. That's fun and for it's about useful. five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Before you're just bored and you're done on the toilet, right? So, <laughs> well, there, uh, you you say that there's a, a program that I use um, called uh, Mobile Mouse, uh, MobileMouse.com, that's available for iOS for both for iPods, iPhones, tablets, whatever, and. Uh, it, it, it's a great little um, mouse app that that allow you to uh, um, control like a home theater PC, um, oh, okay. you know, wirelessly. Cool. So, so I think we've hit on most of our stuff now. Yeah, that's pretty much my Christmas list. Yeah. So uh, we didn't discuss, discuss desktop speakers, audio. Mm. I don't even care about it anymore now that I'm into the headphones. Headphones yeah. only? Yeah, even when I'm gaming, like I need to hear if they're on the light, right or the left. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I, 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 I have some that, I have some studio monitors for mine, mm-hmm. but I find that I'd rather plug in the headphones. Uh Avid makes a a reasonably set price reasonably priced set of uh desktop speakers that, that I really, really want to talk myself into but i I just when i say reasonably priced i mean we're they're still you know they're a few hundred dollars uh for like a five inch you know speaker (laughs) but uh they look fantastic and and they've gotten some pretty good reviews from everything i've seen but yeah i haven't talked myself into it yeah i I don't know headphones give you such more uh, so much more of a personal experience and also, you're not bugging anybody else, right? Like you can, you can crank, crank those up, up as loud as you no want. Nobody's going to hear NWA, <laughs> but you can crank it up. Who, who's aging who here? Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I meant, I meant Miley Cyrus. Right? Yeah, of course, Wrecking Ball. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. We have now given you kind of what we think about and what we use, you know, on a daily basis, or what we don't use, or what we'd like. Yeah, I'd love to know if there's some great tips out there for like uh, you know uh, alternatives that we haven't absolutely uh, suggested. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure much like us, you guys all have a bit of uh, OCD, and you found solutions that work for you. Like if a chair, if any of you guys know of a chair that is good that is not a Herman Miller uh, that we can get for a third of the price, a third of the price that'll never happen. Let us know. Um, You should just break down and buy one. I'm telling you. Yeah, do it, man. Yeah, just tweet us or uh, email us contact uh, comments at codingblocks.net or on Twitter we are uh, at codingblocks and Facebook as we said earlier facebook.com slash codingblocks. Do you want me to repeat the? No, no, I think we're good with the Google Plus. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, definitely check us out. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, anywhere else, and please leave us a review. I know this this particular episode was a little bit um, different from our other ones, but you know. We wanted to uh, just kind of get some feedback, get some interaction going. So uh, definitely come up, check us out, leave us a comment. And in, uh, in your reviews on iTunes and Stitcher or your other uh, favorite podcasting source would uh, be very helpful for us and uh, help others to find us as well. Yeah, so very much appreciated. And uh, I think that's a wrap, guys. Peace out. Later. <laughs>